0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Guided Creativity. This is a solo podcast that I do every now and again. Basically, I'm going to talk and you write or think or in your own way brainstorm how you're going to prepare for this next session. Uh, Today, what we're going to do is we're going to create a bookcase uh, because one of my favorite parts of being a player in a game is when you know, we're on the main quest line and we end up in you know, a room somewhere. It might be the, you know, the room where the monarch is sleeping and we have to poison them. So we have to slip the poison into their morning potion or whatever or just poison them directly or kill them somehow. (laughs) I've I've had to do this a lot. Uh, uh, Another thing you're going to notice is that this podcast is entirely unedited. So you're going to hear me make stupid jokes all the time and just be a total uh, silly boy. Anyway, uh, so uh, we're on this main quest line and we're doing this thing, whatever it is, and there's a bookcase you know, maybe, maybe this quest t- carries us into a library, or maybe just in those royal chambers that I was talking about a little while ago, maybe, uh, you know, the, the queen has a bookcase of her own. And so while we're here, I can say as a player, and again, this is one of my favorite things, hey, I wanna check the bookcase. I wanna check the bookshelf. I wanna open this treasure chest of books, and I wanna look through these books and see what's in there. And if uh, the GM has something, to offer me in return oh okay well these are the the songs and stories of the seven kingdoms you know in westeros these are this is the uh stack of parchments uh recorded um by isildur's uh heirs who wrote about him and and the one ring of power you know the lord of the rings so like i i love when the gm comes back with me and says hey this is what these are And this is how you can use them. And um, it feels real, especially because I'm a book lover myself. It feels like a natural thing I would do, and it's just fun to be immersed in the world in that way. So... um, so let's make the bookcase and we're going to start. I'm just going to call it a bookcase by the way, but it could be a, again, like I have mentioned before, a treasure chest filled with books. It could be just a stack of parchment. If the bookcase is in a dungeon and still made of wood and maybe it's rotten, hasn't been maintained in a millennia. So it's just a pile of ancient papers. Um, It could be a stone bookcase, a beautiful stone bookcase, or uh, something else that reflects its location. You know, if it's a wealthy manor, it might be a nice cherry wood uh, bookcase with golden edges, uh, something like that. So, you know, really, when when it comes to the bookcase or bookshelf or chest of books or whatever it may be, maybe a chain of books, if you're running a game in Westeros, and you have a maester, a maester who has a, a, just a bunch of books hooked onto them, uh, you know, picture it the way you want. You know, you're, you're the one who knows about your world. And, and I want you to start this uh, process by just thinking about your world. Think about that bookcase. Think about where it sits. Think about what it looks like. This is temporary. You can change this later. But I like to start by conjuring up something to your mind where before there was nothing. That's really important to the creative process. That's that's how you start building. You use what someone else says in, in this podcast, it's me, and you grow from that. You, you apply your own ideas and your own thoughts and your own brainstorming and you grow from that. So when I say bookcase, what do you think of? Uh, give yourself a minute and just kind of ponder that. Um, you can pause this uh, podcast anytime you want. <laughs> To continue your uh, writing or brainstorming or you know just thinking while you're in the car or something like that. The first book that we're going to make is a history book. It's one of my favorite kinds of books in real life, and I love putting history books in my games. So uh, first, this, this requires you to take like a more meta perspective of your world. Whatever your world is, whether you're playing in someone else's world or your own, think about that. What event happened? What singular event happened that uh, changed the world as the characters know it the most? Is it something that you included in the game before? Is it something that's brand new? I I like brand new things when we're creating books, when we're getting into the creative mode. But it doesn't matter. If something strikes you, write it down. Put it down. Uh, What event, what person is this a book that's a biography about some sort of like Napoleon-like figure who rose up, became a a prominent influence on the world, and then died and left the world to kind of pick up the pieces and decide what it was going to be afterwards. That's how history works. So what, what, what happened after this person was born? What was the world like before this person? Is this book about a person at all? It could be about a war that took place. The, the histories of the uh, Franco-Prussian War, <laughs> whatever those two countries are in your world. Um, maybe some texts about, you know, the the last war. That's a war in my homebrew setting, the, the last war. Uh, it's uh, the last war because it was the last one that happened, and it's the last war because if another war happens again, we're all going to die. That's just the setting itself. Uh, think about your setting and ask yourself what sort of wars took place in the past? What sort of conflicts? Is it a small conflict, maybe between small, small tribes of people or small nations? Um, or is it something that's large scale worldwide? Maybe uh, this is just a single battle that this, this book talks about. Uh, And maybe it's all of this stuff. Maybe it's the leader who fought in this uh, world altering war and led in this single battle, uh, the, the kingdom to victory before the modern age, something like that. What is that in your world? What does that look like what sort of peoples participated uh i'm talking about you know let's talk about the races of basic dnd uh elves dwarves what kind of dwarves was it a civil war between dwarves or was it you know this uh, an entire factionalized group of peoples fighting against another faction of people um doesn't have to be race, but in fact, I think race sometimes it it over it's overdone. So if you combine people into federations and uh, coalitions, that uh, you know against whole empires, that's always fun to do. What what What, happen, what is it? Uh, what if a democracy is brought to the brink of war? That's happened before. Um, what is this history book saying? What's written in the margins of the book? What what sort of annotations have been left? Are they are there scrawls, scrawling annotations everywhere, uh, throughout the book, or are they, you know, just periodically, maybe one note on a special page, uh, and it alerts the players that ooh, this is something interesting. What is that? What is what is written in the notes? Um, is are that is this person agreeing with the information in this history book, or are they saying, no, this isn't how it happened. Our bits crossed out. And who is it? What, is it the author? That'd be cool. Is it the author annotating the book? Or is it like this famous person that maybe, maybe this book is very, very valuable because their writing is in it? Maybe they signed it. Or maybe they've, uh, I don't know, addressed it to somebody else uh, in, the, you know, in the copyright information. Does your world have copyright? It's important for you to figure out. This is the critical stuff when it comes to making a game. Does your world have copyright information and uh, rights uh, and, and laws? This is so silly. Okay, let's continue. Are the annotations initialed by somebody? Uh, is it like, um, uh, you know, a mysterious uh, MB? Who is, who is that MB? Or maybe it's a code word like Viper. Ooh, who's Viper? Is, is it someone that the NPCs have already met before? Ooh, that's, That would be fun. That's, that's game tying. That's, that's uh, adventure hooking. That's what the stuff that I like. Um, consider that. Uh, the next book, and, and I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about what the books are made of, but really just you know your world. Zoom out a little bit. Think about where they were made, how common books are in your world. Uh, Again, I've mentioned these could be stacks of paper. If books are not taken care of, or if these specific books that the players are gonna stumble on have not been taken care of, then there's a chance that there's not gonna be any sort of organization to them. So it just could, like I said, it could be a stack of papyrus uh, waist deep that the, the characters themselves have to sift through and organize. Uh, but instead of really focusing on the materials that make up these books, uh, I really want to focus on the books themselves. So The next one that we're going to make is kind of a local guide, a local guide to whatever this, you know, we just had our big meta perspective, large scale war history book. Uh, now this, let's, let's zoom in on the city that the characters are in. Let's, let's zoom in on the, uh uh the 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 forest that they're treading through where they just found this chest of books let's uh focus on maybe this village or hamlet or this family line in this location or this um uh single castle uh it could be a history book but a local guide could be a lot of different things uh, maybe this is a hunting guide maybe this is a guide to all of the animals around this this city or this place and a guide to hunt them. Um, maybe this is, uh, actually a guide to the flora and plant life. Uh, maybe this is something that, you know, what sort of, what sort of flowers, wild flowers are in the area around where the characters are adventuring. Uh, maybe some of them are pressed into the book itself. Maybe it's, they've been put there and the book has been closed and so now you open it and there's a flower there and description written of it and uh you know information you know it's venomous uh causes hallucinations that's my favorite thing ever uh it could be anything uh maybe let's say let's say if your if your characters are in a metropolis of sorts, you can hear me sometimes get like, Oh, I just get excited. I get excited because I start creating and I'm like, I can't, I can't slow this machine down now, baby. I'm just, I'm just riding this thing. Uh, maybe the characters are in a metropolis. Maybe there's, uh, this is a guide on the streets in the metropolis, the locations, the districts, and, and maybe there's something in there. Maybe it's maps of this local area, right? And maybe there's something in there that's not in reality. Like, An old mill in like (laughs) Martin's old mill that is no longer there, uh, but it's in the book. But when you go there, it's replaced by something or it's burned down completely. What happened in this place that you can feed to the characters, to the players and have them grasp onto and say, "Ooh, I want to learn more about this. Right? That's why the books are fun. You can always say, hey, you know, oh, you know this history because you read this book, so you can roll for advantage or roll for some bonus, depending on what game you're playing uh, on this roll. That's fun and that's useful. You should do that, probably. Uh, but adding a little bit more, uh, adding a little story, some st- story-driven elements into the game is never a bad thing. In my opinion, it's a must. I told you, I told you, pure, uncut, raw, barker. (laughs) One of those words does not belong. One of those words is not like the others. Okay, so uh, let's continue. Uh, An important part of all books, uh, even the history one that we just talked about, but definitely the local guide, is the author. Who wrote this thing? Who wrote this book? Who... uh, because if it's if it's a local guide, it has to be a local person, right? It should be. It doesn't have to be. It could be some distant explorer, but you know what fun is that? So let's assume that it might be someone nearby. What what sort of NPC would have written this book if it's a guide to you know like a ranger's guide, like a hunting guide or a, a pathfinding guide? But the paths out in the woods. Uh, it could be a, 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 a maybe the town ranger. You know, someone whose job it is to help people find their way around uh, the city. Um, Where are they? Are they alive? Are they still alive? Is this an old book? Maybe they're dead. And again, that's not as fun, but... Who owns the rights to the book? I just went back to the copyright law thing, but let's just follow this train of thought that I've just had. Uh, Who owns the rights to the book? If the person dies, does the person uh, who is their heir, does their heir inherit the ideas that were represented in the tome uh, that they wrote? Or maybe it's auctioned off whenever people die in your world. Maybe you could do something like that, where whenever someone dies, any anything they have published uh, gets auctioned off, and maybe you have, maybe the child, the heir of this person, has gone to the auction to uh, to win their parents works. Uh, and maybe they're an auction hawk, maybe they go uh, to different auctions, and they they try to collect as much of this published information as they can under their own umbrella, you know, uh, you've just created or I just whatever, we've just created a, uh, a person in NPC an interesting uh, conflict driven person, and we've given them a cool place to hang out where the characters can go meet them in auction. What if they go and they bid themselves? What if they have enough money at this point? They can, or maybe someone's given them enough money, like a Felix Leiter sort of um, James Bond character uh, that has given them a bunch of cash to purposefully go and bid against this person. That's something my brain just did. And it's really important to follow your brain, whatever it goes to do, even if it's away from what I'm saying in this podcast, it's really important for you to follow that. Because what your new ideas that you have, you have yet to write down are more important than the ideas that I'm speaking right now, these old ones. <clears throat> and don't you forget it. Don't you ever forget that. Uh, when, even, when you're reading books, watching movies, playing games, when you get an idea, you pause whatever you're doing and you go write it down. Because you're probably going to forget it. That's just the fact. Um, so. Back to this, back to the author. Uh, Let's assume they're alive. Uh, Maybe it's someone who is local that the heroes can go talk to. Maybe it's someone that they've already met and they know, oh, wow, this person wrote a book, or hey, this is the book that that person said they wrote. Uh, You can always foreshadow it a little bit uh, to the players. That's always fun, finding the book that just one session ago, or maybe even 20 minutes ago in this session, they just told me that they wrote, so, oh, that's perfect. or maybe they put something in the book that shouldn't have been seen. Maybe there are pages missing from this book. Why are they missing? Maybe uh, maybe they're under arrest in a jail cell or they've had their tongue cut out at absolute worst. Well, not absolute worst. Uh, so they can't spread any more lies. And those pages that are missing about that location or that secret underground uh, causeway or maybe the uh, plans for exploding a bridge <laughs> or um, any, any other, uh, maybe the, the, a secret monster uh, that if the people knew about it, they would just freak because it's, it's apocalyptic, basically. What is in there that they tore out and basically uh, muted this person for? Uh, let's move on to the last book. The last, uh, the third and final book that we're going to make in this podcast, uh, you should continue beyond the podcast. Whenever it ends, you should just keep creating for as long as this wave carries you. That's how you should approach creativity every time, in my opinion. So um, let's talk the storybook or the book of tales, or the book of songs, or the book of poems, or the epic poem, something like the Iliad, or the Odyssey. Maybe these are real legends in your world. Think about those legends. What are they? What sort of things used to roam the world, and how would uh, just you know humans, and elves, and dwarves, and all these people, how would they perceive them? Would they call them giants? Would they call them primordials? Would they call them aliens, Uh, what? What would they write about these beings? What would they, uh, what sort of stories would they tell about them? Uh, Would they call them gods? Would they write stories about their gods? And maybe this is a book of tales, uh, very short tales, like maybe two per page or something, at least uh, all about the deities prevalent in the world. Uh, and, and they're all written in story form, right? Tales. This is for your bard in the party. This is something for them to carry around and flip through and when, when the when the v- viola player in the tavern tomorrow is, playing a tune, you can say, hey, you read this in the book yesterday. And you could flip to the page and say, oh, yeah, this is by this person. And that gives them the opportunity to strike up a conversation about it. Or maybe the book is written by that musician. You know, it's really, there are a lot of different things you can do there. Um, maybe it's, again, I said Odyssey and Iliad. Maybe it's one big story, one big tale that's fam- famous throughout the world. Maybe there's only one copy of it left. Maybe this is the one who who's in who's in control of it? You know, do any of the players know? Oh man, this is a rare find, and this is amazing because it's just oral history. This is the only place it's really been written down. I don't know if that's fitting for your world. That's kind of a more of a Paleolithic sort of setting. But it, it, either way, whatever you feel it fits in your world, add uh, whatever you feel I'm saying that doesn't help you, just skip it. Just don't listen. Uh, keep keep going until something grasps onto you. Uh, maybe this is a story that is based on a real event, but it's very much uh, it's fleshed out in a different way. Maybe it's like the book of a, a religious tome, maybe like the book of Exodus, something like uh, a, a mass people uh, once enslaved, breaking free and escaping their bondage so they can, uh, you know, start their country elsewhere, start their lives elsewhere. What happened in your world that is similar to that? Uh, and maybe this is that story. I said poems. Those are always fun for me because I write poems all the time, just for fun. so i'm I never am without poems or poetry to put into a game. So if that's like you, just start keeping track of all of your things. Don't do if you write song lyrics, if you write songs, put those song lyrics in your game, too. Change a few words as you need to. but uh, that creation is something that's always appreciated by players, so uh, try that out. Uh, another type of storybook could be like a children's book. Maybe this is something, what is, you know what, actually no. What does a children's book look like in your world? Is that something like it might look in today's United States or today's modern society? You have books with images and very few words to help people learn the common language, maybe. Um, or it could be, it could be a language book actually. Maybe it's written in a language that's not, uh, the common tongue or not anything that the players understand, or maybe just one character in the party knows this language. Choose that language. That's fun. Give, you know, put the spotlight on them a little bit. Um, uh, but yeah, it could be a children's book, uh, shorter perhaps, or, um, something of the like. So, uh, that's sort of it actually that's those are the three books uh i could go into more epic poems like you know uh beowulf and whatnot but you kind of understand what i'm talking about and by now you probably know what fits in inside your world just remember that at this point you can always go back you know you can always you you you, all the stuff you've written down none of it is sacred yet until you've run it in the game until you've decided boom stamp of approval this is just a brainstorming session Right. Uh, the, the 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 thing about writing is you're not writing so that you can finish a project. You're writing so that you can give yourself something to read and edit tomorrow. Let the tomorrow version of you be the editor. Be the person who goes through and sifts through and removes things and adds things and uh, changes things around. Leave that to tomorrow. You. Uh, for now, just write. Just keep writing until that wave ends, and then. I don't know, watch some Netflix, do some actual work, play some music, you know, do something else creative that uh, alleviates that mental exhaustion, because it is sometimes exhausting. To me, it feels exhausting after a whole day of creating stuff. Uh, you, your brain just kind of shuts down. So anyway, I hope that this podcast has helped. I hope that your bookshelf will be Stocked with some interesting things, uh, maybe you might you might have gotten more than three ideas in this. And I, if that's the case, write them all down. You know, it's what is the bookshelf? You know, this shelf of six to twelve books. What's on it? And you could give an entire list of titles to the players. <laughs> what do you want to look at? Huh? What do you want to take? Uh, keep in mind, they're heavy. Books are heavy. If if someone's like, I want to take all twenty of these books off this bookcase, you can always be like, listen. Bear with me, player. I'm trying my best as a GM. Help me out. Pick three. How's that sound? Keep in mind the titles for later. We'll give you other opportunities to get books. Anyway, I'm running off the rails at this point. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Be a Better Game Master. If you're interested in how these thoughts can manifest themselves on paper, you can go to absolutetabletop.com and you'll find... Uh, a ton of stuff written by myself and my friends. And uh, we'd love to hear what you think about them. So yeah, post your comments below about this podcast and about our stuff. And I hope to see you next time. Double tap. Peace.